of the signs of, of a spiritual attack, gross one, is inability to care for yourself. Anytime I know somebody is missing it, is under attack, they don't take care of themselves. When you see, it's, it's a major proof of madness. Have you seen, have you seen a madman take care of himself? So when, when somebody cannot take care of himself, he's not being deep, he's not being spiritual, he's not focusing on the kingdom. I've, I've, I've done all these mistakes in the past. We have, we have detected madness too late. When we should have brought people back to order, we thought they were pressing in. Before we know, they've pressed out. You know? <laughs> So, so now some of these things we teach now is, is not word of knowledge. It's now word from knowledge and experience. People have rammed on this journey of spirituality. People have rammed. People have. So the ones that remain that have not rammed, we need to tell the rest. The ones that nearly rammed that did not rammed, have to tell the rest that that's not the way, you know, you know to go. Are we together, friend? You need, you need, let me ask you a simple question. How many of you notice when you feel dry, sometimes spiritually, you feel you're not connecting, and maybe you're coming to church, or you want to go and do something, maybe preach or sing. How many of you know that immediately you shower, you feel differently? You just shower. You shower. Are you where? How many of you know that there is an impartation of clean singlet? Just clean singlet. Sometimes your problem is that your clothes is dirty. Be laughing. Sometimes it's your singlet that is dirty. If you can change your singlet and change your boxers, you will feel anointed again. You understand? It's just the spirit telling you, oh guy, you are not, you are not, you are dirty. It's not like the Lord has left you. It's that your singlet is not, is not clean. If you can change your singlet, brush your teeth, have a shower, the glory will come again. Are we together, friend? Now, I'm not making you laugh. I'm serious what I'm talking about. I'm not making you laugh. It looks funny, but I know what I'm talking about. So look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap. And that's why we have the responsibility of taking care of ourselves. You have to supply. It's your responsibility. You have to supply the lack of your brother. It's, you are, it's not a, you are an irresponsible person. If your brother has serious lack and you are watching your brother in lack, it's, it's, it's a shame on the faith. Everybody must be supplied for. And you must make sure you are opening your eyes and don't say, he didn't ask me. You are not meant to be asked. You are meant to be alive. Don't be dead towards the needs of your brothers. Never. And don't say God will ascend you to reach the world. No. You, if you cannot reach your brother, you can't reach the world. So we have to watch out for ourselves. And in supplying for your brother, you have to supply without tampering with the identity of your brother. So you have to supply to him knowing that you are privileged to give him. And not that you are helping in needy. Your brother is never in needy. 
And so the manner with which you help your brother is more important than the help you render. You get, you get my point. As, as a young, immediately I gave my life to Christ, one of the lessons I learned was that then we used to, whenever we see money on the floor, we used to pick it and say, thank God. One day as a teenager, God told me, you are too, I honor you too much that if I want to give you money, I won't put it on the floor. That was what changed my mind. But if I want to give you, you are, you are not someone that will have to put money on the floor like a like rat that will see food on the floor and go and eat. He said, you are a king. If I want to give you money, I put it in your hands. So any money you see on the floor is not your own. So it's not miracle money. It's, you are a criminal. <laughs> I said, suddenly, I just saw the money. It was the exact money I was looking for. You are a thief. And if someone sends money to account by mistake, it's not miracle money. You call the bank. You call the bank. These are the things that make you go to hell unknowingly. You call the bank. You wait. Don't quickly go and spend it. Say, I don't know. I'm at, you know. Don't quickly go and spend it. We are a people of character. So, you need to go and look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into bands. Yet, you, you get the point now. Yet what? Your, your heavenly father feeds them. You get the point now. That sometimes you need to know how, what remains for you when you see how your daddy is doing for others outside. That if my father, if your if your daddy now, I'm talking about normal responsible daddies, so not if your if your daddy, your cousin graduates from university, your cousin and your daddy buys him a brand new Prado, and you are in year three. <laughs> you know you are just you are just waiting. Ah, if cousin can get this, <laughs> you get the point now. So it says that look at the birds. In other words, the person taking care of the bed is not even God. It's your heavenly father. If he can do that to the beds, and he's your own daddy at home. Yet your heavenly father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? So, you can see that you have to do life from a valuable, from a sense of value. Are you with me, friend? You must carry a sense of value. The reason some of us have lost a sense of value is that you haven't changed that. So you were poor before you gave your life to Christ, and after you gave your life to Christ, you are still, you are still poor. Because you still connect yourself to the poverty you came from. But you need to know that immediately you gave your life to Christ, you changed that. And that's why your fortune has changed. I wish somebody can believe that. I said your fortune has changed. You get the point? I said I get the point. Fortune has changed. And that's why I, and that's why I respect everybody. You know why? Because everybody who's a believer is connected to the Heavenly Father. Are you, are you with me? I don't care where you are. And that's why I don't respect people based on what they have. Because that's not an issue. Because everybody is now connected to the Heavenly Father. So I have to respect you. Because I don't know the plan God has for you. So that when that plan uh, manifests, you will remember me that. 
when the plan was not there, I believed in you. You want to deal with me. You get the point now. That's why I'm humble. Even when you offend, I talk gently because I don't know, I don't know the future. You get my point now. So that nobody, nobody will say, hey, they just made him pastor. He started, he sorted me, he dealt with me, and I wanted. No, I'm humble. Dennis, you get my point now. I'm humble. Are you with me, my friends? So, so you have to carry it. You have to carry the sense of value, the sense of, there has to be, I tell you the truth, I can't lie to you. If this confidence is not working in you, I tell you the truth, you are still far. You are far from the kingdom. And you are far from, the, this has to be settled for God to talk to you consistently because the way God talks, have you, have you met people you don't want to really talk to? Because the, where the level they talk from is too, it's too shallow that you want to wrap up the conversation. Have you met people who are still, have you met people now who, when you met them, they are in their brain, they are still in J3? Yeah. The last time you saw them is J3, but when you now met them again, they are still in J3. <laughs> Jerry says GS3B. They're still in GS3. You say, hey, Skolodobonio, hey, oh boy. They still want to, those gist is still their most important gist till now. And they still want, they're still excited. They are still excited. Nothing major has happened. And the way those people take the WhatsApp group of 1993 sets, they will say 1998 sets, 1996 sets. They will audit like this 1998 sets. They will call you. You are not responding to the chat. You are not responding to the chat. <laughs> Have you read those? I don't know what's wrong with them. We are meant to we are meant to gather by hey, they can't even say Sunday. They say Sunday, 9 a.m. Ah. <laughs> I remember I had a, a, a group because we wanted to achieve a project for one of the places I was in the past, and I set up a group. And one of the issues people had with that group is that we are not talking frequently. I even thought that would be a joy. They say, ah, what's this group for now? We are not talking. Talk about what? We have already said what we want to, to do. Drop the money. <laughs> you drop the money. So you see, so then I'll be angry. You say, I didn't like what this person did. I didn't like how this person spoke to me. And with all these children, with all this thing we want to achieve, we have said what we want to achieve. We have dropped the bank, the bank account. Then face life. And if you don't have money, keep quiet. When you have money, you do. When you don't have, some people want update without dropping money. They want update. So, shouldn't you tell us you don't care about the update? That say <laughs> so what's happening now?
you must carry a sense of, of value. You must. You must. And there is no excuse for not. You must carry a sense of value. A strong sense. A serious, deep sense of identity. Whether you are smoking Gary or whatever, I don't care. Listen, one of the things you should not care about ever in your life is what you are presently going through. It's so insignificant. You ought to learn how to bullshit present situations. It's so irrelevant. Because your greatest prayer point today, in the next few years, you'll be ashamed that you, had, you took it serious. I tell you the truth. You think I'm telling you, your greatest prayer point now, God, if I can just see one small this thing, I will give you praise. If I can just see one. <laughs> Tomorrow, you, that thing, you won't be able to use it. I tell you the truth. I remember when I wanted to get married, I fought all my family members just to change the date by a few weeks. I said, never. Just a few weeks. They said, let's move it after two. I said, never. I see if I don't marry that day, Jesus was going to come next week. I fought everybody. My, and my family was so close. They, didn't, they, they really, they just came uh, just for some seconds into the wedding. I didn't even remember they were not there. I was so happy that I was married. You see, now when I look at myself, Many times I look at myself and I'll say, ah, how can I have three children? I'm telling you, I'm just alone. Three children. Three children. You know why somebody have three children? Baba Mavri, Baba Gudia, Baba. I'm like three children. How? Because, because I still have the mind and the energy of a teenager. I feel, I feel very, not just feel, I know I am very young. And that's why I'm shocked about people who like to be worshipped as, as, as Amadeus. You know, I don't, <laughs> like what do you want to do with being old? I'm like, how can I have three children? You know, it's old old people that have five children, three children. Young people like us should just be asking a girl out about to just TV change. You see, it looked as if if I didn't have it then. You get my point now. There is nothing that... My, my general point is just that you have to have a strong sense of worth and of value and, and just don't worship your present... Um, situation. Are we together now? Yes, and let me just quickly re- finish this and we'll go back to our main scripture. The next verse. We've looked at the birds. Which of you by worrying can add one cubit to a statue? No, let's just leave it. Let me not stay there. Let's go back. Why did I even come here? What was I, what did I want to talk about? Huh? Is that one? Survival, you get my point. Stop. Okay, let's finish it then. Survival. I was talking survival. Don't, don't live for survival. Live for purpose. Live for impact. You get my point. Survival is cheap. When you live for survival, you have the spirit of a scavenger. 
Yeah. There's a spirit of a scavenger. Which of you by worry can add one cubit to his stature? So why do you worry about clothing? You get my point now? So things like clothing should not flow. Worry should not shouldn't respond with worry. Consider what the lilies of the field, how they grow. They need that toil nor spin. And yet I say to you, even Solomon, all his glory was not arrayed like this. Let's read. Now, if God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is, tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you? Relax. It says God will clothe you. Now, which type of cloth is God talking about here? Huh? Huh? Cloth. So, so there is, God in heaven is has plans for your cloth. You're not listening to me. God in heaven has plans for your cloth. And he says that, he says, now if God clothes the grass of the field, so God clothes the grass of the field, which is today and tomorrow is strange. Will he not much more? So God has a grand plan for your dressing. And that's why some of you have a type of, of, of style you like. That style is God that put it there. And that's his plan for you. If this is scripture, you can't be more spiritual than scripture. This God is telling you, I have plan for your cacks. Say, you go knock, you go knock designer for this head. I tell you, it's in the Bible. If you like, believe it. If you like, go and struggle. Those are the two options, faith or struggle. So God get plan for the cacks where I go here. Say, God, I think my clothes. I know the only clothes accessory they part of them. Yeah. It's thinking of it. Oh, you have what? Little faith. In connection to what? To clothes. So, I said, you are either believe it or struggle. Just allow God. Wherever you are, right now, whatever clothes he has given you, wear it as if, as though knowing is the one that gave it to you. Because he will change your wardrobe and he will keep growing the thing. Yeah. I'll tell you the truth. And when the time comes, listen. Sometimes I preach things I know some of you are not ready for. I know. I know. And when the time comes, when God starts clothing, you see, oh my God, Father, <laughs> let me tell you something. When the time comes, when God starts clothing you, by the time they start coming, you, if God has not delivered you, eh, you will plan to sell it to you to buy a house. <laughs> you don't get my point. You get my point. God has not delivered. It's because he's the one clothing you. God, God imagine say God one clothed person. God, we don't know price. So if you're not free, if you don't count yourself worthy. By the time they give you one shirt and you see 555,000 pounds, say, hey, I'll see, lucky. You are not here ready. 
So all these things you are arguing, say, hey, how can they buy shoe of? How can they buy shoe of? What's wrong with you? You are talking about unbelievers. God clothed grass. You are saying unbeliever. You say hey, this unbeliever bought what God clothed grass. So why can't unbeliever? If God can, is, is unbeliever no more valuable than grass? He says Solomon did not wear clothes like that's grass he was talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He says Solomon was not arrayed like all these guys. Solomon, he says Solomon no can't crush them. So if God be our wardrobe manager, <laughs> let me tell you why these thoughts are important because they are basic. If you miss the basic, you can't work with God. I know what I'm talking about. If you like think I'm preaching clothes, I'm preaching canality, that's your product. That's your cup of tea. You drink it, you put milk inside. If your basic is messed up, you can't work with God. Therefore, do not worry saying, what shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what shall we wear? So, three things God says you should not use your heart for. Food, clothes, drink. And the reason is this. It says, that department, if I'm the one that created you, now me, they run them. Do you believe that? Yeah. God, God is running your feeding and is running your dressing and, and your shelter. He does not he doesn't have to look like it because before you met God, you first met Satan. So what you are going through is the works of Satan. Allow God to do his own. So don't judge God by what Satan has done. It's not Satan that told your daddy to be poor or your mother to be poor. It's not God that made your daddy. You are coming from a bad place. Now God has taken over the project. Give him time. And don't blame God for what Satan has done. And say, see what Pazaki say. But God say, I'm not eating anything. That's not God's problem. It's your daddy's problem. And the reason I'm teaching you this is so that your children will not say the same thing. So you better listen and stop complaining. Walk with God. Say, God, see what Pazaki say? I've not paid my house rent. That's not God's problem. You just started working with Him. Before you were working with Satan. Or your daddy did not work with God. And that's why you are suffering. And now you have another opportunity to, to raise another system, another pattern, so that your son will not need another pastor to teach this art for that, for that son to know God is good. Because see the way it's taking me hard time to do that. Because you have not seen his goodness, and it's not God's fault. It's your parents' fault. They didn't work with God. And so don't let another pastor struggle over your children. When your children are told God is good in class, they say, we know. They say, God is like daddy. They say, yes. Yeah. say, oh, hallelujah. It should be easy. Yeah. But, but, see the way I'm sweating. <laughs> so, these are the things your daddy was meant to teach you and tell you. So, let me tell you now. Do not worry. Can you tell somebody, do not worry? Do not worry. What shall we eat? But Pastor Zach, actually there is no food. Now, the reason why there is no food is because of worry. And you can't bring food again by worry. So what God wants to deal with now is not to bring food. He wants to deal with what made sure that there is no food. Which is worry. 
So even though there's no food now, stay calm down. Deal with worry first. Do not worry. Tell somebody, do not worry. Talk to the person in a way the worry will leave the person. Worry will leave. Tell the women, do not, because women can worry. Tell the women, do not worry. I said, tell the women, do not worry. I said, tell the women, tell the women. <laughs> Are we together here? Don't worry. I know you like to plan, you like to calculate, but don't worry. Let's go to the next verse. This is a distraction. No? This is not what I plan to preach. For after these things, the what the Gentiles what seek. So you can see you can't be living for survival. The Gentiles are trying to survive. And the solution is what your heavenly father knows that you what need all these things. So two sets of people. Some are living in worry, some are living in denial. They are pseudo-spirituality. They are worrying, but they don't want people to know they are worrying. So they will behave as if they don't need it. They don't need it, but they are always angry at people that have it. So you ever live and I say, oh God, no they form. I know that you need these things. Stop trying to be spiritual. You need, you feel like changing your wardrobe. You need, you want car. Say what is about what drives a man, not what a man drives. <laughs> Did they test you with the Lexus 2021? You, <laughs> you thank God. You say God is good. I did not do. Don't say, you know. Don't stress yourself with all those. So you don't know how they got it. You don't know how they got it's God that blessed them. Yeah. If you always have an evil explanation for good, then you have cut yourself from that good. Yeah. Don't always have an evil explanation. So you know how they get them. You see, the God bless them. Don't always have an evil explanation for good. Anytime you see good, you say, Do you know the source? Do you know if he has lost his right ear or he killed his mother? No. Because you are telling God that except somebody does evil before he can be blessed. The response to good is thanksgiving. Every time you say good, thank God. Stop trying to, to do investigation. Stop, stop make, anytime you make an excuse for, uh, for the blessings of God, you've cut yourself out of it. Anytime you see somebody blessed, be very thankful. Even if it's fake, start from there. Because spiritually, you are judged not only by how you feel, but how you want to feel. So sometimes you feel bad. This is the truth is sometimes you feel bad at some people's testimony. Let's tell ourselves the truth. Some people will tell you something, you just feel this sorrow. Say, ah, ah. So I'm happy for you. <laughs> But even if you feel bad, you can counter it by deciding to choose the right thing yeah. and act on the right thing. Yes, sir. 
So I always principle, I always sow a seed anytime somebody around me gets a miracle. Always. Always. Anybody buys a car, I fill the tank. Anybody wants to build something, I try to, I try to add. I punish myself for every negative feeling. It must cost me. Amen. So that I can heal myself because I need to wear the right identity. Are we together now, friends? So, your father knows that you need this thing. So, he knows that you need it. Are we together? So, don't live for survival. Live for what? Impact. That's why he now said, but seek first. So, we focus on the kingdom. We don't focus on what we will wear, what we will eat, and all of that. What do we focus on? The kingdom. Focus on impact. Focus on service. And God's plan on how you should focus on the kingdom, basically, the, the, sim, the smallest unit of the kingdom is your local assembly. The smallest unit of what? Of the kingdom is your local assembly. You can't serve God without a local assembly. Any other feeling you are thinking is a lie. That I will, I will bless the missionaries. No. You must. You understand? All of you hate you hate you have issues with parents and even siblings that are very nice to outsiders and wicked to the family is it not always irritating some of you have those kind of fathers that you just hear your father put this person on scholarship your father you wonder ah and you are going and say abandukela what that deal ah it can be very annoying right it's the same in the kingdom you have to be responsible to your local assembly. Praise God. Alright, let me just show you something. In Somebody has successfully distracted this teaching. I'm sure everything I preached was for someone. So let's look at Luke chapter 9. And then whatever we can look at in the, in the few minutes we have left will suffice. Eh? Praise God. Are we together? Luke chapter 9. So when the multitudes knew it, they followed him and he received them and spoke to them about the kingdom of God and healed those who were in need of healing. When the day began to wear away, the twelve came and said to him, send the multitude away. That they may go into surrounding towns and country and lodge and get provisions for when a deserted place here. Now, this is the story of Jesus. Are you ready for this? This is what I want to preach to you today. This is the story of Jesus feeding 5,000 people. So, the preaching got to a point. There are various renditions of this, but let's stay here. The preaching got to a point. There were a lot of people. In fact, some versions say they were there for about three days. It was like a three days journey. They went to the top of the mountain. The guys were tired and they're very hungry. And the disciples said that. Send them to the surrounding towns and country and lodge and get provisions for we are in a deserted place here. You know, I started this conversation by telling you how you must have, you must have a desire to do great things. 
Are you with me? You must have a desire. You must have a desire to do things you can't afford. I want to hear about what you can't afford. Are you with me? I, I need to hear about what you can't. You should be excited. There, should, there must be an excitement of something God put in your spirit that you can't afford. Something you don't know how it will happen. But you know must happen. Those are the victories you should be having. You should be able to count how you did impossible things every year. Things that when it started you didn't know how it was going to be. But God did it for you. Then you continue like that. That's how to do life. Stop only doing what you can do. So can I preach to you here? Are you ready for Pastor Zach to preach to you? I was called to preach to you. Are you together? I might not preach to the world, but I'm going to preach to you, right? Alright, good. And so the disciples says, send them to surrounding towns, right? Country and lodge and get provisions for we are in a deserted place here. Now, there was a time I was having meeting with the worship guys and I told them these things. For those who are worshippers, those who are worshippers. Do you understand? Like not in the bathroom. Not like alone in the bathroom. Everybody is a worshipper in the bathroom. Your voice plays a fast one on you. There is it, it sounds nice in the bathroom. Amen. Now I'm not talking about those types of worshippers. I'm talking about those who God has chosen <laughs> and can lead the people in Worship, not the ones who lead only, only themselves. Amen. So I'm talking about those who can lead the people, who will not create, um, will not release the spirit of offense when they are singing in public. Are we together here? Praise God. Praise God. So I tell the worshippers that anytime you're leading worship, you get to a point in your leading of worship where you get to a terrain, a zone, where you don't know now, I don't expect everybody to say, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, only the worshippers know this. So don't, don't say, yeah, yeah. No, I'm not talking to you. <laughs> I'm not talking to you. So you get to a place in worship where you don't even know what next song to sing. Not be- oh, my God. You get to that point in worship where you don't know what next song to not because it's dry it's actually because it's so powerful but now you are no more in charge like it grew from you being in charge it was powerful it got to a point where you don't know this new terrain now you have two options to by faith continue and just say whatever comes to your mouth giving that is when we bet new songs many times you can bet a new song or give a new song but the easiest thing is to remember a, because the people are already charged is to remember a song that normally charges people and you now go some steps backward and pick that song and sing it and it looks as if the, the atmosphere is still powerful but actually you feel some emptiness inside you because you know you were meant to step in by faith now when you step in by faith you would, you would have a breakthrough and that's where you can release the new glory yeah Anytime you continue by faith, the new glory will come out. When the new glory comes out, yokes will be broken. That's how yokes are broken. That's how powerful things happen. You know, but it's not very easy because you have, you have, you are at risk of being a fool. Maybe you get to that point, the fear is that came of her saw. If you go and say nonsense, you will look like a fool. Sometimes God can give you a sound that makes absolutely no sense. 
Ekana say to na ni 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 na ni na. Some of the songs that I sang that came out fine. When I was singing it inside me, I was sounding like a fool. It takes faith. It takes faith to be on Facebook Live and start shouting. Now it's sweet to you. But when I heard it, it was not it was not sweet. No, it was not sweet. Many times some of the new songs we sing were not sweet when I heard it. It's just by faith. You just release it. And so and and really sometimes you feel sometimes you feel you have sounded like you it's not every time the thing works and people sometimes you sing it and you sound like an idiot and we oh, thank god another day we we continue we continue it happens so the question is who are we worshiping are we worshiping god or you are worshiping yourself if you are worshiping god you don't mind being a fool if you are worshiping yourself you don't want to be a fool so so that's that now i said that to say this the disciples got to that point where they led the people. Now they got to a point where they had thousands of people, close to 12,000 people, because only the men were counted in this story. They were close to 12,000 people. The people were hungry. The possibility of starving was there. They checked their account. There was no cash in the account. They checked everything. Are, are people going to die here? And this ministry will be held responsible for people's deaths? Or let's do the company basic one. So instead of the disciples to step by faith into a new realm of worship, they turned back and went to do what common sense can afford them. Let's send them and go to the surrounding towns. Let them by themselves go and buy food. If they die on the road, they know they die by themselves. Let them not die on this crusade ground. Are you together with me? There is always the tendency of turning back when you get to a place where what you have known cannot work again. But God does not expect you to turn back. God expects you to move forward. Am I preaching to you? That's what Jesus Christ said I should say to you today. That you would always get to that point. You knew it was the glory of God that got to that place. But you check yourself. You don't know how to be used to moving forward when you don't know how to. Get used to it, child of God. My friends, you want to do the impossible? Get used to going forward when you don't even know how it's a spiritual act i don't know how to i just have to impart you with it just move forward when you ask all your other pastors like i do what do we have they say, what do I have? They say all right we're still going to do it ah, we're still going to do it then miracles happen because in this other rendition the bible says just guys ask them this question what are we going to do to these people he said for another religion said for him himself knew what he was going to do so anytime you get to the point where you don't know what to do i bet you jesus already knows what he wants to do don't turn back to the known because you don't know what to do the the many of us are a casualty of what we are used to you're a casualty of what has worked can I preach here? You are a casualty of what you have worked, what has worked. I feel like preaching here. You are a casualty of what has worked. So every time God wants to do something new and you don't know how it will happen, you quickly run back to what you know how to do. And then your life has nothing new. Nothing new. Can I preach here? Let me tell you some things, some various things I just want to give you for free before I move forward. That you see somebody shout new wine. New wine. I can't hear you shout new wine. new wine. 
Shout new wine. New wine. I'm drunk already. Shout new wine. new wine. Now let me tell you something about new wine. New wine is, is wine skin sensitive. It says I would never put new wine in, where, in old wine skin. Never. So new wine is wine skin sensitive. Are you together with me? New wine is what? Is wine skin sensitive. So sometimes, and I'll come back to this. I'll come back to this statement later. I don't want to stay here. Sometimes God allow it puts you in a place where the, the old ways you have known cannot work again. It's because he wants to do something new. And for that something new to be done, you have to learn to create a new way. Are you with me? Go sit down. I'll still bring you up later. Are we together, friend? Stop turning back. Tell somebody, stop turning back. Tell somebody, stop turning back. The righteous is as bold as a lion. The righteous is as bold as a lion. That's the definition of a righteous man. He's what? He's as bold as a lion. Because what didn't work yesterday can work tomorrow. Don't shut the door because it didn't work. It can work tomorrow. The business idea that looked grand that didn't fly yesterday, it can fly tomorrow. Amen. So sometimes you need to go back and find a new way. And don't, don't just, you need to go back there and don't turn back and run away because, don't run away because it's not working. Don't be strange to not working. Be str- let not working, impossible. Let it be strange to you. Are you with me, friends? I wish I can get some shout of praise in the house. He says, send them away. Let's do what we have always known to do. If Jesus has sent them away, we would never have had a recording of the story of the ability to feed 5,000 men with five loaves of bread and two fishes. The reason that happened is because our Lord Jesus Christ did not go back to what people are used to. He was willing. Listen, are we together here? Praise God. He send them. Let's go to what we are used to. A lot of you, you all, you are doing things, the only things you do are things that you are used to. Not things, this is another point I want to give you. Not things that work. Not things that work. Many churches are not growing because they are doing what their founder taught them to do. Are you with me? It's just like your mother. Your mother has a lot of things in the house <coughs> that don't work again. You're like your mom. Your life is like your mom's life. You know those women, they are parlor. You go and see, when I saw I go in my mom's parlor, like, why is in this voice? Hey, in 1965. <laughs> it's not working. Some parents still have their, that typewriter in the house. They just have it so it's not working. A lot of you are doing things in ways that don't work. Stop using ways that don't work. Drop it. If you don't work, you don't work. Are you together with me? True. You see, what don't work will cost you and not give you harvest. If you, if you retain what don't work. Some of you retain relationships that absolutely is not working. Some of you are dating boys and the relationship is not working. You know it's not working. You are sure it's not going anywhere. In fact, some of you are dating people that the day the person say, I'm not doing it again, you do Thanksgiving. I'm telling you 
See, the, the day this person says, I'm not, do it again, do it again, do it again. <laughs> it's not working. Pastor, how do I know it's not working? You cry too much. You cry more than you laugh. Why are you crying more than you are laughing? How can that be God's will for you? You just keep crying every time you're crying, every time you are sorrowful. Out of six months, you guys are unhappy for five months. It's not the will of God. It's not the will of God. But for sometimes God's will is hard. It's hard. No, it's not like that. It's not that kind of hardness. It's not working. I'm saying bad things today, Abby. Sorry, man. I'm sorry. It's not working. Is that there's a fool somewhere or it's not the will of God? And if there's a fool somewhere, the fool needs treatment. I hold together, friends. Stop laying hold. Stop staying with old ways that is not giving you harvest. Stop. Stop. Old ways are not giving you harvest. Don't care. People say this is how they used to do it. These are forget. I've seen people during a wedding, the husband and the couple will be forcing them. They say, no, you're meant to sit here. You're meant to sit here. <laughs> and they'll be serious. Say, no, you're not sitting here. Go talk to my, go talk to my. I say, what is the economic value? What harvest are we going to get from that? People do things, people waste money on what is not working. Nigeria, what's not working? Yeah. Our refineries don't work. But there's a lot of funds going towards it. But it's not working. The refinery is not producing any oil. But people are working there. That's why they wake up in the morning to go to the refinery. <laughs> the waste suit, there's MD. <laughs> yeah. There's MD. They have, they have MD. They have full staff. Everything. Where do you work? I, I work in Cardona Refinery. The refinery don't work. don't work our syllabus in the universities don't work <laughs> now do you understand why Nigeria is like this it's not working so you have not yet gone to school even though you spent seven years and that's why some of us have to come back come out of university then now go to school and sometimes your school is just one person. You just meet one guy that will take you on, a, on one particular course. And that will be what will provide for your, for your life. And all the seven years, it don't work. That's why the nation is like this. We, we spend on what's not working. And if you're not careful, hear me. If you're not careful, if you're not careful, the spirit of that nation is at work in your life. You focus on what don't work. Many young pastors do church in a way that does not work. Tell you the truth. Young pastors, sometimes their church is not growing because, listen, their preaching style don't work. Mm. It don't work. Mm. The teens church in Nigeria, the way it is set up, is not working. They are still using cartoon to teach teenagers. It don't work. The teenagers are older than that. A 16 years old person now, it's not the same 16 years old 25 years ago. Change your syllabus. You don't work. I go to many churches, they ask me, What's your scripture reading? You know, as a guest, I said, Scripture readings, I want to announce your scripture reading. It's not working. It's not working. A lot of people sleep during service because the preaching style don't 
work. Don't work. Why are people not going to church? It's not because they hate God. The church is not. That style is not working. Oga is not working. Change it. Don't invest. If there is Bible, Jesus Christ calls. He says, "I'll be off to my father's business." God does the kingdom. You see, if God, if God in heaven, if God in heaven can change covenant, I say this old covenant is not working. He changed old covenant and gave us new covenant. Who are you? Why did God change the old covenant? It's not working. That's what the Bible says. Go and look for it. He says it was it said for him to give us a new. It means the old was not working. He said that's why we give us a new covenant. It's not working. Stop spending your life on what's not working. Stop using it. It's not working. And the reason it's not working, God, God wants to do something new. And you have to create a new way. Do you know man of Godism? Man of Godism. Man of Godism. He's not, he's not working. If people cannot relate with you, they will do they, they did not force them. They will do Facebook Live. It's not working. If you want to be Daddy Gio, Daddy Gio, Daddy Gio is Daddy Gio time as go with Daddy Gio. The, the people don't want another another Daddy Gio. It's not working. So check your life. What's not working? Start from your wardrobe. <laughs> Start from your wardrobe. Truly, what's not working? And get new ideas so that you can have harvest. You have been trying to talk to your wife in a certain way. It's not working. Change. Tell God to give you a brand new idea. Father, how should I do it? Anytime you are forcing things too much, it's because you are breaking a law. That's the reason for force. Things are operated by wisdom, not by a giddy. Go and check it. Every device you are forcing, you'll soon break it. If that's the way it was meant to work, it won't need force. If you do it well, yeah, bang, 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 bang. you got it. You'll break it. It's not working. Are we together, friends? For, on, uh, for one hand, there is an annulling of the former commandment because of its weakness and unprofitableness. That's God. God said, I'm not doing it again. The law of Moses is not working. Moses, this law is not working. Moses is not working. You will not be angry. It's not working. For the law made nothing perfect. On the other hand, there is, there is the bringing in of a better hope through which we now draw near to God. That's the new covenant. He says the law did not work. Hey, Moses, we can't force people this law is not working. The true way the law. And brought in a new covenant. Are you together with me? With this new covenant, now see how many sons God has. If he has stayed with the old one, he will still be with, with Israel. Holy juice. See the new one now. See harvest. Everybody, there is no male, no female. That new one, eh? 
it broke gender gender barrier it broke tribal barrier it broke natural barrier. it broke all barriers no more jew no more gentile no more male no more female just because we change covenant there's something that you will change in your life that would affect all areas of your life let the lord inspire you sometimes just that one inspired change are you with me friends let's go back to our scripture can i get 10 more minutes all right good so he says send them let's let's go to what we are used to let's do what we are used to what did he say next verse but he said to them you give them something to eat is that not what i'm what i'm saying to you they said jesus let's send them away this guy said no you give them what to eat it means that he knows what he has put inside you anytime you get to a place and it looks like it can't work god says no you are made for this don't go back he said, you give them what to eat you don't wanna jesus looked at 12 people 12 boys and he told them go and feed 12,000 people that's what he's saying to you jesus looked at 12 boys i said you you give them what to eat that's i don't know the kind of gospel people preach that's jesus imparting people he said you guys you give them something to eat don't turn back don't go back to your old ways don't go back to that new that's old song you know with work you can give them something new you give them something to eat And they said, hey, oh God, hey. <laughs> see, we have no, no more than, you get the point now? We have no more than five loaves of bread. Come, Jerry. I like this your shoe. We have no more than five loaves of bread and two fishes. Unless we go and buy food for all these people. What does it just mean? If you read other translation, what does it do? Because I already told him the cost. He said, we're going to feed these people. Even one person's one year salary is not enough. And they're the ones keeping the money. He said, okay, we should feed them. Uh, more go buy them. He's the way of telling him, they're the accountant. He said, more go buy them food. You know what's in the account. Because sometimes, guys, you always... I'm telling you. I'm telling you. But he likes to bring us to this place where we see impossible right in front of us. And he says, get it, boy. Yeah, get it, boy. It's Jesus. That's why I have great dreams he's giving to me. And I'm excited. I just want to get it. I have great dreams. I'm not talking ambition. I mean, I have great dreams from God. And he says, Zach, you give them to it. I said, yes, Lord. He says, we have no more than five loaves of bread and two fish. For there were about 5,000 men. Then he said to them, make them sit down in groups of 50s. Amen. Amen. You might not have bread, enough bread. You might not have enough money. But wisdom can help you. Wisdom comes from above. When you get to that place, just hear what he would have you do. 
And sometimes what he will tell you do is not even connect. It looks like it's not con. What's the connection between feeding 5,000 people and people sitting down? It's later, it's later the dots will make sense. But when he's bringing instruction, it won't make sense. Why should we struggle when we are just a second away or we are even never away from an instruction from heaven? You understand? An instruction that always works. We have access to a man that everything he says is perfect. So it means that no matter that place I find myself, I can hear him. And whatever he tells me will work. Just get them to sit in 50s. Organize them. Pastor, I don't have resources. I don't have this. But what did he tell you to do? Go and do what he told you to do. I was praying for somebody today who needed, who needed a miracle. And whilst praying, God told me what the person should do. I, pray, I just told him, that's what you should do. Go and do it. He told me he needed something. And God told me the one that he has was in their need of something. God told me the one he has, you go and give it out. Yeah. Are you with me, friends? Yes, sir. Get them to sit in 50s. What's he saying? What he saying might be simple. Don't joke with his simple instructions. So. Don't think he's not yet serious. So. Some of you, after God has spoken to you, you are still praying for him to speak to you. Because you think what he said is not really, it's not, it's not really saying something else. Somebody tells God, I want to do this. God says, go and thank me. Alright, Father, I thank you. So God, I want to, you think it's not related. God says, God says go and visit your parents. Alright, I'll go and visit them. God, I'm back. I visited them yesterday. So you think it's not related. Because you think is an upgrade of you. You think God's mind is an upgrade of you. It's not an upgrade of you. God's nature and God's thought is not an upgrade of yours. It's a shame to yours. It brings the shame of your own. It doesn't upgrade. You are not, God is not a better thinker than you. God is the revelation of your foolishness. So it's not like he, he thinks a bit better than you. It just reveals that you are foolish. And that should be your joy. Oh God, see foolish boy here. <laughs> foolish boy here. Speak to me, Lord. Speak to me, Lord. Expo- expose my folly. Expose my folly. When you don't know you are foolish, you can't receive from God. Because God will speak to you things you never you never plan. Neymar went to meet the prophet and said, I have leprosy. He thinks leprosy is big deal. The, the prophet did not come down. He said, the guy will even come now. He said, no, go and tell him to wash himself in water. Sir, water I've been bathing from my child. I mean, I've bathed for how many years? So I should go and bath again. The guy was angry. He said, hey, go and bath. There's bath and there's bath. And bath. And the guy went, I went to have his bath and he came back. I saw the leprosy has gone. Because in his mind, that the prophet to come and say, oh, leprosy, leprosy, lepro, they thought they would do all those drama. But this is God. He's simple. Because he's powerful. It doesn't take God much to change your story. He's simple. 
because he's all powerful if he was not all powerful he would have to use efforts he's naturally powerful so his counsel would appear simple let's give you simple thing you now hold on to it powerfully are you with me Say, make them sit in 50s. Let them be organized. That's the last thing I want to say today. It says, create a structure that if anybody sees that structure, they can predict your future. Always. Listen, don't create a structure that, 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 that proves your present condition. Your structure must prophesy your future. A lot of, you, a lot of us create structures that show where we are. No. Let it show where you are going to. You get my point? Greatness does not lie on, does not rest on talent. How many of you know they said that it's a coach that taught uh, Ronaldo how to play ball? You know, Nigerians like saying that nonsense. He said, Ronaldo saw in Ronaldo's interview. Okosha taught him how to dribble. Where did Okosha play the ball of end? You see, why don't we have great players in, in, in Africa? We have talented players, but we don't have great players. You see, because all those academy, those structures in all those child academy from from five years old to seven years old is the difference. Between your Messi and your and your and your and your Pius Cicadia. You know Pius Cicadia? Oh, you don't know Pius Cicadia? You don't know Pius Cicadia? Oh, who are you? It is different between Suarez and uh, and Igbeni. Uh, 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 what is that one? That is to do by flip. Agawa. Agawa. Those ones who shine for four years, they have gone. This Suarez will do those, those guys can do it 15 years, 20 years of being on form. They will play some balls like this, and they will play the ball. The ball has not entered the net. They have they've gone to jubilate. The <laughs> also guys will play the ball and wait. You see, because there's a technique that they have the structures has imparted those techniques in them. So so structures makes you comfortable with greatness. And what you are not comfortable with is not your own. So you have to create structures, structures that look like your future. Don't create structures that are proofs of your poverty. Because if you already told people to sit down 50-50, you have already said food is coming. Hey, 50-50, food is coming. As you came here today, you know there's no food. But if you came here and saw a table with, with charger plates on the tables with glass cup and tissue. <laughs> if you had come to church today, you saw tables with charger plates, all those plates, and you saw cup with, with tissue, will you not call your friend? <laughs> hmm. Busy, busy, busy. Busy, you know, contrary to the busy, they they come, they come, they come. They come. You go thank me, you go thank me, you go thank me. 
Because the structure is a prophecy. The structure is a prophecy. Listen, God comes to those who are expecting him to come. The coming of God should not shock you. It should be an expectation. It is the expectation of the righteous that will not be cut short. Not his murmuring. You see, it will murmur, nothing will happen. It is his expectation that attracts God. Expectations attract God. Murmuring sent him far. You see, if God comes to you while you are murmuring, only watch it before you. He hates it. Go and check scripture. You think you see, sometimes because I said something Yoruba, you think I just said it. I know what I'm talking about. I'm I'm sharing scripture with you. So you have to create a structure. Are you with me? You can sit down, Jerry. Create a structure that looks like your future. Everything. Listen, don't joke with three types of structures. The structures that govern that govern your life. The structure of men that govern your life. Two, the structure of system that you submit yourselves to. Amen. And then the structure of, of, of skill that you want to confine yourself to. You must have a structure of skill, skill sets. Skill sets that look like your tomorrow. Skill sets that look like your tomorrow. The structure of men that you allow to speak to you. Don't be a, don't, don't be a, don't be a dustbin where anybody f- can just talk to you and bring down your spirit. Don't be a dustbin. You must create a type of life where people will even be afraid to give you advice. You see, I tell people, the people, the number of the people in the world are too much. There are seven billion. If I take advice from everybody, will my head blow? So I have chosen the people I take advice from. And I have sent them a mail that I take advice from them. If you do not see my mail, don't advise me. <laughs> you think I'm joking? If I, if I didn't send you mail, don't advise me. I didn't send you mail. If you advise me, did you receive my mail? Because listen, if you start, if if you if you become a dustbin where everybody can just pour into you, you'll be confused. You have to have a vision of where you're going to that God has shown you, and get people who who are there and who love you, and and let them know that, okay, I'm I'm listening to you, and listen to them, and pick them. You see, Paul wrote a letter to a particular old church, and he told them, he said, okay, you guys can have many teachers, but you have few fathers. You have to, and you know them, they, they have names, few fathers. In fact, other versions say one father. And that's why Paul could, could, could bring that church back to his right place. Because they have somebody they are listening to. That's the structure of government. Are you with me? Listen, without structure, you will fail. You will fail. Because your life, the life God gave you is bigger than you. So, you, you are wired to fail individually. Yeah. So you have to get a structure that will help you. So there are people who have gone ahead of you that, that must help you achieve your destiny. You can't do it alone. There is nothing called self-made. It's a rumor. Because you can't even spell it if somebody did not teach you. The word self-made, you are bragging all about I'm self-made. You can't even spell it if your teacher in primary school did not teach you. All of us learned S-E-L-F. We learned it. Somebody taught you. So you have to have a structure. Over your life. The structure of men. 
the structure of men you're submitted to, the structure of systems you're submitted to, and the structure of skill set. And everything must look like your future. Don't, be, don't, be, don't ever be greater than your structure. If you are greater than your structure, you will never be great. Your structure must be greater than you. Because it's what pushes you and propels you. So don't be, don't, don't be a big boy in your own structure. Make sure that you are not a big boy in every area of your life. You are the biggest boy amongst your friends. You are the biggest boy. You are just a big boy. There is nowhere you are like this. Every time you are a big boy, you are in trouble. You won't go far in life. Because for you to be pushed, you have to be small. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, as great as Moses was, Moses had a Jethro. Moses was one of the greatest people ever. He had Jethro. Moses was more anointed than Jethro. Moses had more experiences than Jethro. He had everything that Jethro. But we checked the few times Jethro gave him advice. The guy listened to it. You must have somebody who can talk to you without having to say, I hate God. Yeah. You who hear God, you must have a counselor who does not have to tell you, I hate God. Who will just tell you. And you have enough humility to respond. Jethro told the old prophet of God, a prophet like unto Christ. He said, as you are continuing, you will die. I promise you, Omaku. <laughs> he didn't speak in tongues. So he just told him straight, one of. He said, you are yeah, you die anointed. The way you are doing, you will die. I'm not your father-in-law for, it's not cheap than father-in-law. Because I'm older than you. I have more sense than you. I've seen anointed people come and go. Anointing is not enough. Oh, uh, listen. I have people who look who look over who tell me I'm great. They know I'm great. They tell me, but they have seen great people like me perish anyhow. So your 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 talent is not a big deal. Yeah. See, the people who can play ball more than the people who are shining, who can play more than them, are, play, are, are plenty. You think Messi is the greatest player? There are people who can play even mango. They will play mango better than the way Messi is playing ball. <laughs> But if they don't get the right structure in their life, it's mango they'll play till they die. The best is that there'll be a coach of, of young boys in their street. They'll say, oh, Jojo Boys, oh, Jojo Boys FC. Yes, now, when, you know, when you don't achieve destiny, you become a coach. Say, Nigma, eh? Nigma, eh? Let me call it a day already. You know what I'm saying to you? You give them bread to eat. Who's going to give them bread to eat? Yeah. You are going to do something great for Jesus. You are going to do something great for Jesus. God bless you.